Welcome back to Newsmax Daily for Thursday, April 20th, 2023, better known as 420 Day. Another made-up holiday that celebrates the responsible use of marijuana while also advocating for its legalization. How did 420 come to be, you might ask? 420 Day is believed to have been started, of course, by some California high school students. They came up with 420 for their plan to find a marijuana field shown on a treasure map. And the plan was to meet at 4.20 in the afternoon. Eventually, 4.20 spread as a term to mean smoking weed. Or, as my late great father would say, doing the pot. Not that he was doing the pot, but he would reference kids as they're all doing the pot. And if you're doing the pot, you'll be happy to know on the food calendar, today is National Cheddar Cheese Fries Day and Pineapple Upside Down Cake Day. And I know right now you're saying, oh, pineapple upside down cake. I love that. In the news, more tornadoes. At least two people are dead after several tornadoes ripped through parts of Oklahoma again yesterday. When it finally calmed all the way down, we came outside and yeah, my car is literally not where I left it. Imagine that. Crazy. More than a dozen tornadoes in all touching down in Oklahoma, Kansas, and Iowa in the last 24 hours. In Washington this morning, President Biden held a virtual meeting of the Major Economies Forum on Energy and Climate. Among other things, the president is asking other countries to follow the United States in setting a goal of having electric vehicles make up 50% of sales of all light-duty cars and trucks by 2023. As discussed many, many times, it takes energy, electricity, a lot of it, to charge a lot of electric vehicles, which could be even more of a challenge for some of these countries than it is here in the United States. And oh yeah, China is one of the biggest producers of lithium that's needed to make the ion lithium battery. For the record, Chile actually has the most lithium in the world. When I talked about EVs catching fire last week, a friend of mine texted me. He said, the only way I would buy an EV is if the government paid for more than half of it. And I said, well, they want you to have it so bad that day may actually come. You can already get up to, what, six or $7,000 in incentives, I believe, to buy an, S uh, an EV. So earlier this week, I told you about Mike McCormick, a White House stenographer, a former Obama administration employee who says Joe Biden is corrupt. McCormick, I told you, says he's turned over evidence to the FBI, which he says has ignored him, and he wants to testify before a Delaware grand jury about the Biden's ties to Hunter's foreign business deals. As I mentioned on that podcast, Hunter has been under federal investigation for potential tax fraud and foreign lobbying violations since 2018. Now another Biden whistleblower has surfaced with similar but even more serious accusations on investigations into Hunter Biden. Greg Kelly covered this last night. Well, we can always use another hero, and it just might be this guy, an anonymous whistleblower who just might have the goods on Hunter Biden. So protected by Congress, by the Biden administration, by the media, well, we found out something interesting. This whistleblower doesn't like what he's seeing. He's a senior 
uh, criminal investigator at the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS. And Hunter has been under federal investigation for quite some time. And this whistleblower, he wants protection because he's alleging that the whole damn thing has been covered up. Wall Street Journal, thank you very much. Hunter Biden probe is being mishandled, according to the whistleblower. It reads as follows. The supervisor has details that show preferential treatment and politics improperly infecting decisions and protocols that would normally be followed by career law enforcement professionals in similar circumstances if the subject were not politically connected. And boy, is Hunter Biden politically connected or what? Connected and protected by just about everybody. Look, I know it wasn't the most um, amazing thing you've ever read, but it's a little bit of a ray of hope, right? A little bit of justice, huh? I mean, you know what they did to Donald Trump. Anybody who came out against Donald Trump, it was the most sensational story in the world. And they got the royal treatment, these whistleblowers, these uh, whatever they called themselves. These people were celebrated. And to this day, they are still profiting. Vinman, you know, the guy, uh, him, right? The chubby soldier. Uh, Vinman, even his wife got a podcast, no kidding, a podcast, and she shows up on MSNBC, all because her husband came out against Trump. The new potential whistleblower, a career investigator with the IRS, is suggesting that he has information that the Biden administration could be mishandling or intentionally mishandling the investigation into Hunter Biden's tax affairs. And he has a lawyer. He wants to do it in a legal, proper fashion. And that's why I've written to both Democrats and Republicans on the key committees uh, asking that they take his testimony. Mark Lytle says his client wants whistleblower protections, which would allow him to disclose information about the investigation to Congress, you know, like Colonel Alexander Vindman, who Greg Kelly just referenced, and some of the others. A little bit later in the show, Greg highlighted a spectacular moment from a Capitol Hill hearing yesterday. Now I recognize the gentlelady from Georgia, Miss Green. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. But I move to take her words down. Completely inappropriate. Yes, yeah, stand by just a second. Wow. Uh, it's true, by the way. That's a statement of fact. He hooked up with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Uh, now, I'm not, I don't think Eric Swalwell actually knew it. I'm not accusing him of espionage, but potentially he compromised national security. Who knows what she was doing when Swalwell was asleep? They try to shame her. You have to take that back. Oh, how can you say that? Oh, you can't say that, can you? You can't speak the truth, can you? The chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. Good for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Remember, uh, Swalwell just said that Republicans are in favor of anti-Semitism, don't support law enforcement, all these, all these silly games. Shame on him and good for Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, weeknights at 10 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Some other Republicans in Washington, meanwhile, were working on an immigration border enforcement package. Texas Senator Ted Cruz, an outspoken opponent of the administration's border policies or lack thereof, spoke with Greta Van Susteren. 
Senator, I want to start with Title 42, something that was uh, invoked during the Trump administration, continued into the Biden administration, which is an emergency public health that allows uh, people coming across the border to immediately be sent back to Mexico. That's going to be lifted in May. I was just down in South America, and they all know about it. What are your thoughts about lifting that in May? that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and this administration have deliberately produced the worst crisis in illegal immigration in our nation's history. What's happening at our southern border, you know, Greta, it, it is an absolute disaster. It is a humanitarian catastrophe. It's a, a crime catastrophe. It is a drug catastrophe. It is a national security catastrophe. And, and this is deliberate. In, in two and a half years with Biden as president, we've seen over six million illegal immigrants, the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. And, and when you spend time down on the southern border, as I do frequently, you see the, the, the carnage, you see the suffering. When you sit down, you know, last night I was with the Texas Farm Bureau, about 300 farmers and ranchers from all across Texas. When you sit down with Texas farmers and ranchers over and over again, they pull out photographs of dead bodies they find on their farms and ranches, dead bodies of elderly people, of toddlers, of pregnant women that, that, that the cartels just abandoned, abandoned to die in the elements. You know, a few weeks ago, we had Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas testifying before the Judiciary Committee. I asked him how many migrants have died trying to cross illegally into this country in the past year. He had no idea. The number is 853, but what does it tell you that the Biden Homeland Security Secretary doesn't know, doesn't care? I've been down on the Rio Grande River in a boat, and I've seen dead bodies floating in the water. And women are being sexually assaulted, children are being physically and sexually assaulted, and this administration not only doesn't care, it's doing everything it can to make the problem worse. Texas Senator Ted Cruz with Greta Van Susteren. Greta's show, The Record, is weeknights at 6 o'clock Eastern. Chris Salcedo, host of The Chris Salcedo Show, who lives in Dallas, Texas, also covered the border on his show. The U.S. Border Patrol is funded by your taxpayer dollars. But the U.S. Border Patrol, the funding is being used to turn our agents down there into Walmart greeters. The number of illegal aliens apprehended by our overburdened Border Patrol increased by 25% in March compared to February. Over 162,000 illegal aliens were apprehended last month. I hear the number's even higher than that. Over the last two years, 6.5 million illegal aliens have been allowed access to the United States by your government against the will of the vast majority of our people. 1.3 million of those illegal aliens are known gotaways. Now, if that ratio holds, and we have no reason to believe it doesn't, last month, the American people suffered 27,000 illegal aliens who got in, and we have no idea who they are, why they're here. The U.S. taxpayers send nearly $5 billion to the Border Patrol every single year, only to have the government order our Border Patrol not to do its job. Government can do this because the government gets our money regardless of its performance. In other words, Americans are forced to fund failure, the failure of our fictional two-party political class. 
your liberty-loving Latino, as he likes to be known, Chris Salcedo, host of the Chris Salcedo Show, which is a must-watch Newsmax program. Chris is bringing it every day. Fantastic stuff. And if you missed Rob Schmidt's News from the Left segment, which has been making a lot of news lately, here's some of it. Next up, actress Patti Lupone. I've never heard of her either. Visiting the Hens on The View, where she was asked about Ron DeSantis. DeSantis and the LGBTQ. Well, that's extremely upsetting. Yeah. That is extremely upsetting. Yeah. These are human beings. Yeah. And I could cry. They're not harming anybody. No. No. I don't know why he's doing this. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, and I've said this before, and I'm going to get in trouble. But I have said this before, and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who's said that. Is there not a day that goes by that you don't ask yourself, how is that show even still on? Yesterday, the Florida education law that the critics dubbed Don't Say Gay Bill expanded as the state's Board of Education agreed to ban classroom instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in all grades except for in health class. Gender ideology has no place in our K-12 school system, and we've made that very, very clear. It is wrong for a teacher to tell a student that they may have been born in the wrong body or that their gender is a choice. Ronnie D. speaking in South Carolina yesterday. And in other news, the Pentagon revealing it's now tracking more than 650 potential cases of unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, commonly known to you and I as UFOs. They stress that they found no evidence, however, of alien activity. Of course not. They're not going to tell us that. UAPs have gotten a lot of attention since the Chinese spy balloon and, according to a recently leaked U.S. intelligence report, that China has manufactured a high-altitude spy drone. And it looks like the Oakland A's are getting out of California as the mass exodus continues. The team has signed an agreement to purchase 49 acres at Dean Martin Drive and Tropicana Avenue, that, of course, in Las Vegas, according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Team President David Cavill told the journal, a $1.5 billion, 30,000-seat, partially retractable roof stadium would be built on the site. This after 50 years in Oakland. And don't forget, if you're not already watching Newsmax TV, it is available on most major cable systems, AT&T, DirecTV, Dish, and more. It's also available on most streaming platforms like Apple TV, Roku, Pluto, and others. And make sure you download the Newsmax app on your phone so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Easy to get, and it's free. F-R-E-E. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily Podcast. Have a terrific rest of your day or night. And keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.